listening to The Adjacent Self, brought to you by the Conscious Leadership Academy at the University of San Diego. We're your hosts, Kendra and Libby, and we're going to help you explore how to step into the best version of you. Thanks for being here. Hey, Libby, this is a new way for us to record. Hi, Kendra. I know we're on Zoom. I know. This is our our first uh, distant podcast, but not our last. But this is definitely a new, interesting format to be using. I know. It's weird weird not to be sitting right next to you. (laughs) It really is. But (laughs) it's like the pandemic numbers are growing. We just want to be mindful for ourselves and for our families and friends that we're around. And that's why we're recording distantly. So. Uh, if the audio is a little different quality, y'all just bear with us. We are working on it because this will probably be the future for a while. Um, yes. But we thank you so much for listening. So how are you, Libby? I'm pretty good. I'm I'm super excited for our podcast episode today. We're going to talk about gratitude, thankfulness, you know, really in the season. Um, I do want to just make sure that I mention that uh, we're so we're in San Diego. And San Diego is Kumeyaay tribal land. Um, and so that's that's the Native Americans that live here, the Native community here. Um, and it's I just think it's really important to mention that we are on their land and that Thanksgiving, while it's a fun holiday for many people and it's a great time to get together with family and really spend some time being grateful for everything that we have. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a really traumatizing and, and triggering time for the natives. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's becoming more and more clear. I think as more knowledge comes out of how much we need to acknowledge the people who have this land before others settled here. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, But before we jump into this, I think we should do our one breath, as always. Let's do it. So I'll go ahead and lead us through it. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and take an inhale. And exhale. The University of Miami and the University of California system, along with the um, Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley, and it was just a little blurb I found that I'll, we could post on the Instagram for those who want to see it. But it did emphasize some things that gratitude does, like it lessens anxiety and depression symptoms um, by changing your negative thought patterns, helping to calm your anxiousness and boosting the moods of those suffering from depression. And it also shifts your heart rhythm, which helps to uh, facilitate higher cognitive functions and create emotional stability. And then it uh, facilitates states of calmness. It increases your heart rate variability. It increases your resilience to bounce, bounce, excuse me, to bounce back from stressful events and help you deal with adversity, which I think a lot of people have dealt with this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it lightens up your brain pathways to think about other people doing nice things for others and shift your mind towards positive thoughts, sparking positive chemicals in your brain activity and uh, regulating your mood and your metabolism. And then it also improves your physical health and increases your empathy and compassion. So there's a lot of things that I didn't even know could come from a gratitude practice. 
Yeah, I had no idea all the physical effects, you know, like you were talking about mm-hmm. metabolism and things like that. Um, I knew that there was a lot of mental health benefits, but I had never heard about the physical ones. So that's really cool. Yeah, especially like some of the things I saw as I was preparing for the episode um, were how it really cha- alters the chemicals in your brain and it alters them to think um towards positiveness so one person that i have studied um especially while we were doing our master's degree but um you know even since then is somebody named sonia lubermirsky and she actually works at the university of california up in riverside Mm -hmm. Um, but she wrote a book called the how of happiness and in that book she talks about your happiness set point and how we're kind of born with um a percentage of ourselves that is kind of our happiness set point. And then we've got about 10% of our lives, which is circumstantial. So things like um, having or not having a job or, you know, if if you step in in a a rain puddle on your way to work, right? These Mm -hmm. things that happen to us that we really don't have a lot of control over that control our happiness. But then there's about 40%, I think is what it is, that she says that we actually have control over within our happiness. And Mm. so we can do different happiness activities to boost our happiness levels and, you know, essentially be happier people. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she talks about is practicing gratitude. Mm. And so she, in her book, um, talks about, you know, writing gratitude letters or um, doing like a gratitude list every day, kind of like what we did over, on Instagram where we had our little gratitude challenge for 10 days, Mm -hmm. Um, things like that to actually practice gratitude and then boost your happiness levels. So there's, I found, you know, five ways and I'm sure that there's probably a a number of different things, but there's five kind of express ways that you can, you can share your gratitude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first one I mentioned is writing gratitude letters, Mm -hmm. which honestly I did that as, as a, part of the reading the book and, and kind of working through these happiness activities. And I wrote a gratitude letter to my grandmother. And I found that even before sending the letter, just write the act of writing it made me feel so happy. Mm-hmm. And then I sent that letter to her. And once she got the letter, read it, and then we talked about it, then I was like, kind of renewed that sense of happiness. So it was mm-hmm. this prolonged um, happy feeling, great feeling that I got from writing the letter and then her also receiving the letter. Wow. Yeah. So, and then one of the other ways that you can express gratitude is by, um, in person, right? So telling mm-hmm. somebody that you're grateful for them in person. And I think especially these days when we're not getting together with people so much, mm-hmm. you know, giving somebody a phone call or getting on zoom with someone, and just letting them know how much they mean to you can not only make your own day, but <laughs> make somebody else's day too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I It's it's something I was actually thinking about yesterday. I was talking with a friend um, about her love languages. Yes. And two of my like closest friends love languages are words of affirmation, which is, I think, my last one. I'm pretty sure it's like that in gifts. And so it's not an often thing I think about needing because Mm -hmm. I don't need it for myself, but I'm trying to work on 
on that for myself, but I didn't think about it in terms of like, it's a gratitude practice to even think about the love or the um, respect or appreciation I have for that person as well as affirming them for what right. they mean to you. So it's like a double whammy. Right. Like, not that I, I don't want to take away from like what the loving act is, but it really can be for yourself as well. Um, as it is for someone else to give or hear those words. And I didn't think of it that way. Exactly. I think, you know, really taking time to think about what you appreciate in somebody else Mm -hmm. um, not only makes you feel good. And then when you tell them that makes them feel good, but also I feel like it helps to really solidify that relationship or to find, you know, the good in people Um, Mm -hmm. so that way when they do something that annoys you, you're more likely to, you know, okay, well, actually I really do appreciate this person. Um, it's okay that they're annoying me right now. (laughs) You know, we can be a little more forgiving with our friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I'm like, well, let me talk over you. One of the other ways that you can express gratitude is actually through art, which I thought was really interesting. And when I first read that, I was like, how would I, you know, express gratitude through art? Um, But it kind of, it recommended doing things like making a gratitude collage, which I think of like, I make a vision board pretty much every Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's usually like my vision for the future. But I think it could be really cool to have a gratitude collage as well, where it's like all the things that I have to be thankful for in my life already Mm -hmm. Um, and taking time to cut out images of things or places or people that I most appreciate and having that up in my room so that Mm -hmm. every day I see that and think, wow, you know, I'm super grateful for the people in my life or the things that I actually have right now. I think the focus is always on like, what can I achieve next? You know? Yeah. I think that that, I guess, cause I have always like struggled with vision boarding. Um, and I'm coming around to the practice of it. The more I really like dive into what it is and what it can mean. Yeah. But I do love the idea of something that is focused on like where you're at now. And I know that's really the emphasis of a gratitude practice is like focusing on the things that you might not always think about. They might not always be prevalent, but the things you can be grateful for. And that sounds like just a really good re- physical reminder. Yeah. That, that could be there. I for think so-, so. Yeah. For someone like me, like I, I as, I'm, as I'm listening to you, my thought is I would even just start painting stuff because I love to paint. So, and maybe like putting, there could be symbolism in that painting for me. I do usually like landscapes and sceneries and florals and stuff, but um, somehow making that into something that would symbolize that gratitude for me if I hang it up in my home. So yeah, I love that. Love to paint as well. (laughs) I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's absolutely amazing. You know, when we did the she experience, Um, which is one of the programs through the CLA. We did that two years ago. Mm -hmm. And of course this year, you know, we had to cancel because of the coronavirus. It was like, Mm -hmm. right. It was supposed to be like right at the beginning of of the virus when it first hit. So we made the decision to cancel it. But two years ago we did Mm -hmm. um, the she in in person. And and the last activity was to paint um, 
kind of a representation of your whole like experience over the weekend. And I still have my painting and I look at it and I think about, I didn't paint it with the intention of gratitude, but now it gives me that gratitude for that weekend. Mm. Um, And I think that that, you know, if you do, if you are painting with the intention of gratitude, I think it would make it even more meaningful. So Mm -hmm. I love that, that idea to, to actually paint something that you're grateful for. Yeah. So what are, uh, I know you said there's five. What's the next one? Two more. So there's make a gratitude date, which um, is basically saying, you know, Hey, let's meet up Mm -hmm. you and a friend or, or a partner or somebody, you know, let's meet up and we're going to discuss all the things we're thankful for during this time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool because I think oftentimes, especially when girlfriends get together, maybe we're like complaining about our spouse or we're, you know, whining about work, right? Like we're not getting together to be grateful with that, like intentionality of talking about gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think setting that aside and saying like, Hey, during this hour, let's just talk about what we're thankful for Mm -hmm. can really give you, you know, that gratitude boost in the moment. But I think that will carry on through the day and Mm -hmm. back to your relationships, back to, you know, what's going on in your life or what's going on maybe at work. Right. I, that reminds me, I had a friend who it wasn't a date. It was just through a text message, but we were in a group chat and she texted me just something like, she's like, I really just want to like, if I, she asked for permission, like, can I just speak on my relationship and how much I appreciate my spouse? Um, And I was like, I loved it because I met their partner and they're I love them together they're great um and and she's so happy um but I really loved that she could take that time to really name the things that he he does for her um that she's so grateful for and I think that that's something that is such an unfamiliar thing to do like people don't normally sit down and have time to just say like I'm thankful for this unless it's Thanksgiving and you know, like my family will do that sometimes around the table, mm-hmm. but that's once a year. But the idea of sitting down and really being intentional and naming things in our lives that, that we are grateful for in the moment. Yeah. Things could be better, but this is, this is the things I'm going to focus and choose to be happy about right now. I think that's a, a powerful thing. And then we know like naming things, out loud has power to it itself. So I could just imagine what it is in shared company. I absolutely love that. And I think that like my initial reaction is, is that that might feel a little bit uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. um, especially because we're, we're not really used to sharing good news, especially I think women in, you know, in general, but it can be very competitive and hard to share good news with your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more that we practice that and the more that we normalize sharing the positive in our lives and, and really seeing the good in each other's lives and being happy for each other, that yeah. that's going to also solidify our relationships over time and, and grow those bonds too. Cause if I feel like, mm-hmm. Hey, I can come to you and be like, Hey, Kendra, let me just tell you all the amazing things about my partner and how grateful I am to have him in my life. And you're like genuinely happy for me. And, you know, it can be like this wonderful conversation. Then I feel closer to you and Mm -hmm. I feel closer to my partner. So then we have this like 
trifold, you know, like amazing yeah. thing that comes out of it. Absolutely. It's deepening relationships and making them more uh, meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And building trust. Exactly. Exactly. Building that trust relationship. Mm-hmm. Cause there's definitely a sense of vulnerability with coming with a gratitude that you're sharing or sharing gratitude with someone else rather mm-hmm. um, that you have to be comfortable with that person. But I, I love the idea of the gratitude date. I'm going to have to like put that into effect. Yes. Yes. That'd be really good. Mm-hmm. So then the last but not least is to devote one time a day to gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, you know, we practiced this uh, last week with our 10 days of gratitude challenge. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, thinking about certain times that you can really devote to gratitude, um, if that's at the beginning of your meal or at bedtime, or, you know, when your husband gets home from work and, and the first thing you do or your wife gets home from work, the first thing you do is sit down and say, here's all the things I was happy about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had done a gratitude list challenge thing for myself for the month of November, four years ago now, it's been mm-hmm. so long. Um, and I, I talked about this before, but where I sat down and every day I wrote down 10 things I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can be something that if you're really intentional about practicing that it can, it really, for me, at least it built a sense of, and I always when I was growing up would ask God for whatever it was that I needed in my life. And then somebody one time said to me, make sure you're also thanking God for all the good things that you have. And I didn't like dawn on me, you know, I was like, Oh, duh. (laughs) Why wasn't (laughs) I doing that? Um, But if if you are prayerful, that's something that you could build into your prayer is a little bit of gratitude as well. You know, I'm thankful for all these Mm -hmm. things. Thank you for giving me all these great things and not just asking for the things that you want. Yeah, I, I am uh, religious and I try to remember that in my time of prayer and meditation that I do thank God for something. And I, and um, I think for me, it started first as something just like, thank you for my house. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my job or my education, whatever. But really as time goes on, like I'm working on trying to be really intentional about my thankfulness. So instead of something so vague, like I am thankful for all those things, but like, thank you for the fact that today I was able to have a conversation with someone about my future. Like, thank you for placing a person in my life that I really needed at this point or, um, or this conversation or this thought that I had, or, um, you know, things like that really personal because for me, that is my relationship with him. So I don't want to keep it surface when I'm trying to dive deeper. Yeah. Um, But that, I think even if you're not religious and, and you're, either you practice some sort of spirituality or you don't, you just want to name something you're thankful for. You can absolutely dive into more intentionality and those things. Yeah. That's what I like about it is that it can be part of a religious practice or not, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I think for me, it, it never was. Mm -hmm. Gratitude has always just been, and you know, and I've struggled with my relationship with religion over the years. And, you know, I've not always been, religious. And I don't know that I would say that I'm even super religious now, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of always been this, this thing that I've been working on and and trying to figure out, but 
uh, gratitude has always been something that I've pretty easily been able to practice. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, you know, I maybe take it for granted because I feel like it's, oh, I'm, I'm, it's easy for me to say like, I'm grateful for you, or it's easy for me to say, this is a thing that I'm grateful for. But I know for some people, it can be really challenging Mm -hmm. to practice that gratitude and say, Hey, thanks for this. Or, Hey, you know, especially face to face, you know, like, thank you for, you know, what you've done. And I think that when we're practicing gratitude to try to just be very patient and kind and caring towards ourselves Mm -hmm. and know that it's a practice, they call Mm -hmm. it a gratitude practice for a reason. Um, It's not something that's going to maybe come easy for everybody. And in the beginning, it might feel a little bit uncomfortable. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you might feel a little weird like telling somebody like, Hey, Kendra, I'm super grateful for you for these reasons. Yeah. Um, because it does put you in that state of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love that you bring that out. Uh, you bring up, like, have patience with yourself, give yourself grace. If, if this is a practice that you really want to dive deep into, um, I'll put myself on the line. I did the gratitude challenge we were talking about in the episode, Rachel, and I fell off because life got challenging in a couple, in those last few days. Um, but I still know that I was intentional in the days I did do, and I really appreciated what the practice did for me. And so if you're not super consistent from the jump, that's the okay. Like yeah. this is your practice. No one's going to be judging you through this. This is you figuring out what's best for you. And yeah. maybe like that kind of thing isn't best for me, but maybe journaling or art would be, I don't know. I'm still working through it, but I just really want to be mindful and, or I really want to be able to speak to that. Cause I think people um, it's like with, a new year's resolution. Like if you fall off in the first week, I can yeah. say like, I want to lose 50 pounds this year. I'm gonna work out every day, whatever. And then you're like day three, you're eating Cheetos in bed instead of doing that 5am workout. Um, and then you get hard on yourself and you get down on yourself. And, and this doesn't have to be that it really is going to be a lifetime work. Um, so just have grace for yourself. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, I was, I was the one running that gratitude challenge. So I was responsible Mm -hmm. for posting it every day. And so I think that, you know, exactly what you said, it's not about being perfect every single day. And I think if you're beating yourself up over it, then you're just, you're mooting the point, right? So Mm -hmm. it's about finding that happiness and that gratitude and that thankfulness and, bringing that out. And if it doesn't feel good, if it feels icky, or if it, if it feels forced, you're not going to find that happiness. You're just going to have another thing on your list that makes you feel crummy and you're not going to get anywhere with it. Mm -hmm. I I completely agree. Even Sonia in her book talks about um, these happiness practices and, uh, there was at least one day where it was like in the evening and I was like, Oh, I totally forgot to post today. (laughs) Let me me get on that right now. (laughs) Um, You know, Oh crap. Like, let me hurry up and get this out before people start Mm -hmm. to notice that I forgot to post the theme of the day um, that she presents. Mm -hmm. Um, And even she says, if you feel like you can't do it every single day, don't. 
you know, it's not about having to do it all the time. It's about being intentional about doing it when it feels good for you and when Mm -hmm. it feels right for you. And so I think even with her saying it, and she's like the scientist and the researcher, so (laughs) she she knows a a lot more about it than I do. But even for her to say that, it's like, okay, well, give yourself permission to, you know, to fail or give yourself permission to not be consistent all the time, but Mm -hmm. do try to build it into your life in ways that do feel good. Yeah. And, and, and keeping the theme of our show, as you do that work over time, it's going to help you step into your best self by noticing the things that you currently have over maybe disappointments of things that you wanted, but have not achieved yet. And then when you're able to get to those things further on, you'll, you'll be able to have even more gratitude and have that continued down the line. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think that our adjacent self is, is somebody who is very appreciative for the things that they have in life, who understands the benefit of gratitude and how, you know, being thankful for the things that we have and living Mm -hmm. in that kind of abundance mindset actually leads us to having more, which is always something that I find. I think Oprah even talks about how when you're kind of living in an abundance mindset and you are really appreciative and thankful for the things that you do have, that's what leads you to getting the things that you actually, that you want later on, or that you're the more things that you actually want. If you're sitting here and you're kind of counting all the things that you don't have, then you'll never get those things. Absolutely. Well, I think it would be cool before we jump into our last few things, uh, our normal things, if we could, speak to something we're grateful for I love that um I'll go ahead and I'll go first okay um so something I'm really grateful for and been reflecting on is I have a great support system transitions with my career and figuring out my future and they have cheered for me they have sat with me as I've struggled that through this last year even before the pandemic I was going through life. And as things are now starting to turn around and new opportunities are coming out, they're just supporting me so much. And I'm I'm so grateful for those people that really have shown up and shown what it is to be a friend or a family member and how to love on someone through difficulty. I love that. I would say that um, the first thing that comes to mind always for me when I think about gratitude is my grandmother. Mm-hmm. She, she is, I, I always jokingly say that she's the one person who loves me unconditionally. <laughs> Obviously that's not true. My parents, you know, my sister and stuff, they all love me unconditionally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like my grandma and I were cut from the same cloth in, in every way. Mm-hmm. We're so similar and she has always just wholeheartedly supported everything that I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. in a way that I, I feel like my accomplishments are her accomplishments, but not mm-hmm. in like a pushy way. Like yeah. she's cheering me on. And if I change my mind, that's okay. And if I mess up, that's okay. She's probably the first person that always comes to mind with gratefulness. And then I think the other thing that I want to take time to mention as well is that I'm going through 
kind of a, a situation in my life that's that's not as fun. I'm moving, so mm-hmm. and not necessarily because I want to. I'm moving because the virus has kind of forced me out of my job, and so while that's not fun and that's and that's something that I don't enjoy, I've been finding gratitude every day for the things that I have, and it's made the move feel so much better you know, dwelling on kind of the the reasons I don't want to move makes it almost like paralyzing where I'm like, I, I'm just going to sit in my house and, and who cares? <laughs> like, you know. But yeah. if I, um, when I start to think about all the things that I'm grateful for with the move and I'm grateful for with, even with California where I'm like, so grateful for all my friends here, so grateful for the weather and the beach and, you know, all these things that California has. Mm-hmm. It makes moving feel better. Yeah. Um, and that to me is like the ultimate example of how gratitude can change your perspective on life. Absolutely. I've been following some of your posts as you've been going along and taking pictures of different sites before you uh, embark on this new step in your journey. And I've loved seeing like the little blurbs of things that uh, have been really meaningful for you. So that, that practice is actually absolutely showing up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, Oh, let me go watch the sunset in La Jolla. Let me eat at the taco stand. Let me get my Lucha Libre before I go. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, that is So, so cool. So, you know, we always ask, what are you currently reading? So I'm currently reading Cast by Isabel Wilkerson, which is mm-hmm. our book of the month. And mm-hmm. so if you want to join the book club, you still can. We It's a virtual bring your own lunch book club. We talk about it every month. Um, yep. so you should be used to hearing it by now if you're a regular listener. Um, but you can join via the link in our Instagram bio. So at USDCLA. But I, I really like it. I, I'm really enjoying it so far. That's great. I actually just got my cast book on Saturday in preparation for the book club. So I'm going to start diving into that today and read a little bit each day. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Yeah, I'm really excited. Actually, I saw that it was on the New York Times uh, 100 uh, top books of 2020. Wow. So came out on Friday and it was, I think, one of the top nonfiction books on the list. Wow, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I know it was on Oprah's book club and mm-hmm. uh Chelsea Handler posted on Instagram today. She always does this these posts. I don't know if you follow her where she is usually topless or completely naked and she uses the book to like cover herself. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't follow her for a while. So she posted um a number of different books, but Cast was one of them. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, if Chelsea's reading Cast, then I know yeah. it's definitely a good book. That's awesome. Yeah. So what are you reading, Kendra? So I am also in another book club with a friend. So we're reading uh, More Than Enough, Claiming Space for Who You Are No Matter What They Say by Elaine Welterroth. How um, is that? It's so good. I highly recommend it. We're just diving into it. Um, uh, but it's great. Elaine Walteroth is she was 29 years old when she was named the editor in chief at Teen Vogue. Wow. And she's a mixed race. Her mother is black, her father's white. 
Um, and she was the first person of color and I think the first black woman to be an editor wow. of Teen Vogue and I think Vogue as well. So it's really interesting. She dives into her childhood and really figuring out her identity since she was mixed race. And she really talks about the things she learned from her mother and her father as well. So I was really excited to continue to learn more about her journey. Um, but so far the book is great. I absolutely recommend it. It's Um, been on my list of books I've wanted to read. Get it for sure. Absolutely. I'm also, (laughs) you're going to laugh. I'm reading like four books right now, y'all, but, uh, (laughs) I'm being a little ambitious. I'm rereading The Mindful Coach um, because I am a coach, a leadership coach. And so I just wanted to just reread and update and refresh my mind now that I'm post-graduation of my master's yeah. and see what sticks out for me now. And as I'm, you know, more into my coaching business. And then I'm also, uh, I had a couple of friends tell me to get this book so I'm just beginning it don't know how far I'll get but I'm reading Midnight Sun from the Twilight uh, oh series. yes <laughs> that's my fun read right now my lighter read uh-huh. so it's, that's interesting but it's a nice light read it's not something too heavy you kind of already know the story so it's just from a different perspective but yeah just something a little lighter since the other two can be a little heavier and then cast is something that I'll be starting so yeah. Yeah, that's good. Lots of books. Good. So Kendra, how are you practicing consciousness in your life right now? Um, I have actually been taking Midnight my dog and we've been going on walks, but I've been driving him to the park by my house. Um, and sometimes we'll just take a little longer drive. He likes to look out the window and I like to just have a little time that I could be quiet, put on some like slow music, some John Mayer. Um <laughs> and just drive so that actually helps me to think about the things that are happening and the things that I'm trying to have happen in the future uh while I'm driving around with him so that's just my little my little way of being mindful right now what about you I love that anything that you do that involves midnight I'm like I love him so much he's the cutest (laughs) um I have been practicing consciousness it's been it's been a little difficult, I will say, um, because of the move. So my life is kind of in turmoil. My not only are we packing to move, but my property manager last weekend had us take everything in off the balcony so they could pressure wash. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. a week, <laughs> my living room was just full of stuff, boxes. Mm-hmm misplaced stuff that, you know, had been pulled off of a shelf and stuff from outside. And I was just overwhelmed with chaos. So Mm -hmm. in order to have some mindfulness and some clarity, I did a couple different things. So one thing I did was to try to just keep my space as organized as possible. Mm -hmm. So even though there was a ton of stuff in my living room from the patio, from moving boxes everywhere, I kind of had zones. So I had Mm -hmm. like zones of packed boxes in the corner and then patio stuff in like one side of the room. So I sort of knew where everything was, even though when you first looked at it, it felt overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I made lists. So that that's something for me. Having a list really helps me to stay conscious and present to the moment so that I know, Mm -hmm. okay, here's what I'm actually working on. And my brain's not trying to organize all that information at once. Mm -hmm. 
And then the last thing I did to give myself a little peace of mind is I started having dinner um, at the beach. So (laughs) take my dinner, go to the beach, watch the sunset. Just being really thankful to have the ocean to look at for now. That's lovely. I hope you get to enjoy that the last couple of days you're here a lot. Um, So if you guys uh, are interested in doing the gratitude challenge, you can go ahead and find us on our Instagram page and the challenge prompts are up. So if you would like to follow us and follow the gratitude challenge, even though the timeline that we had it going on, was is now over you still can do it for yourself at our instagram at usdcla the uh, prompts for each day it's 10 day challenge they are on our highlights and they're also in our feed right now but when you check they might just be in the highlights uh, in the future you can use the cla gratitude hashtag um, but i would say if you if you're going to do it tag us so we can follow along we'd love to see yes please please tag us And also, if you found this episode at all helpful, um, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, five-star reviews, so we can just get more of this content out to more people. We just want to help them step into their best selves. Uh, And also on Spotify, if you could like and subscribe to the the show on Spotify at The Adjacent Self. Yep. Yeah, share us with your friends and family. We want to continue making this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, everyone, have a wonderful holiday. If you're celebrating, if not, have a wonderful week. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. New episodes drop every Thursday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To join the conversation and be part of the community, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at USDCLA or email us at theadjacentself at sandiego.edu. We can't wait to hear from you.